welcome to This Versus That, Making Wedding Decisions with Kelly McWilliams. This podcast is for you if you're making a wedding decision and want to know what to consider before saying I do to all the things that will make your wedding experience a great one. I'm your host, Kelly McWilliams, and I'm so glad to be a part of your wedding planning journey. In each episode, you can count on me and my expert wedding co-hosts to give you everything it takes to make the best decisions for the wedding that you're dreaming of. Over the years, I've had quite a few clients who came in, wanted to have a black tie or white tie wedding, which is considered the most formal of affairs, but at the same time, didn't want to give up their love of color, of, you know, um, uh, lushness and um, being outside of the box. And in this episode, that is exactly what we're tackling, that you don't have to give up all those things just to have a black tie wedding. Um, Christy, who is going to be on this episode with me, is very much an expert at maximalism. She is an artist and her work is, oh, it's just so beautiful, so beautiful. But we're going to talk about, you know, how to find balance in your aesthetic so that you can still have a black tie affair in it for it to feel really good and still very formal. Uh, let me tell you about Christy. Her work, like her personality, is at times difficult to pin down. Her brushstrokes can ebb and flow from highly detailed and meticulous to free-flowing and boundless, all the while remaining captivating and unmistakable. For the last 19 years, Christie's obsession with paint and paper has evolved into the innovative and wildly recognized brand, Memento Designs. Christie has transformed event stationery into a persuasive and compelling medium that garners global attention from media, celebrities, and some of the world's most creative individuals. Widely regarded as an industry tastemaker, Christie's styling, painting, and stationary innovations have been featured in editorials and installations in some of the world's most famed publications. Christie's work has been credited in People Magazine, OK Magazine, Good Morning America, New York Live, The Knot, Inside Weddings, Brides Magazine, Vanity Fair, Martha Stewart Weddings, Flutter, You and Your Wedding, Brides UK, and countless blogs. That's a list, folks. I mean, pretty much she's everywhere. Christy's work has also crossed over into fine art and lifestyle markets with licensing and the, the development of branded product lines for the top arts and crafts stores nationwide. Her licensed artwork can be found at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Walmart, Anthropology, Chat Books, and more. She's also is nine times an author with Schiffer Publishing. If you haven't heard of her before now, I am so excited to introduce you to Christy. You know, um, I actually have somewhere in this office, I don't know where it's at right now, to be honest with you, um, a um, watercolor print that is not, wasn't a print, it's a watercolor that mm-hmm. you gave everyone at a conference, I want to say 2012, something like like 10 years ago. And I yeah. loved it so much. I framed it and it's like, truly, it's a part of my office. So, Aww. yeah. That's but, so cool. Yeah. So your your work lives on, you know, forever. And that's one of the things All I right. think is like the coolest about what you do. So I did tell everyone already what you do, 
with like you know, um, Memento and all that jazz. You're just such a beautiful artist. But let's talk today about, um, well, let's have you introduce the topic and what makes you an expert at it. Oh, my heavens. Okay. <laughs> so the whole question today uh, that I seem to have inspired is, you know, black tie minimalism, mm-hmm. black tie maximalism. And because my team of designers and just the aesthetic overall of momental designs, like if we had our druthers every day, day in, day out, which mm-hmm. um, we don't, <laughs> but because we're basically commissioned artists. But if we did, we are maximalists at heart. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, I've been uh, leading the team at Momental for nearly 20 years, which is so insane. I did not realize it had been that long. Yeah. It's insane Mm -hmm. that it's that long. Uh, And so what we do is, you know, we do bespoke stationery and we are literally being commissioned by some of the world's most creative couples. Mm -hmm. They have tons of ideas, but their ideas are coming from all the places where couples get their ideas. Yeah. And they're dealing with, they're being inundated with trends. And so for 20, almost 20 years, we're being inundated with the challenge of trying to help these couples who've come to us. They know that we have a more fussy, full, fleshed out kind of aesthetic, but they've got, you know, it's, I I think of like, like the angel and the devil on the shoulder thing. Mm -hmm. And like the the devil for our couples is like, they know what they want, but they're fighting against the trends. Not to say the trends are the devil or those who predict trends are the devil. I'm not saying that at all, (laughs) but you get what I mean. Like you and your gut know what you want and you've got all of this information, you know, being thrown at you from all different sources. That's telling you, well, no, this is what everybody else did. This is what's in the box. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think what makes myself and my team really reliable on this subject is just years of figuring out how to talk our couples through that emotional roller coaster. It's kind of like aesthetic emotions. You know what I mean? Like, again, going back to the fact that we all have instincts and we have Mm -hmm. that gut feeling about something. Our couples understand educating them, teaching them, to be okay with their gut. That's We've been a, doing that for a long time. Okay. So, and I think that's great. And I think that's kind of where we need to go with this is that because I don't think anyone, you know, coming into this episode is really thinking, oh yeah, I am definitely a minimalist black tie or 100%. No, that's not think something. You don't see it on Pinterest. Let's put it that way. And it's not on Instagram. It might be after this episode, but before it wasn't. So just to kind of like lay it out real simple and clearly for you, what Christy's trying to say is that you can do black tie really ultra formal in so many ways. It doesn't have to be by the book. It doesn't have to be that very, it's almost bleached clean, you know, aesthetic, Um, no matter even, you know, whether using colors or blacks and whites and, you know, those kinds of things and sticking to neutrals or just the metals. It doesn't have to be that way with black tie. And, and I think that the trend to go with more color is coming. I think it's right around the corner. 
you know, we've done all this light and airy for so long and just like keeping things so pure. And um, it's where we're here to say today, it's okay to go outside of that box, like flip the page. Mm. What else is Mm -hmm. out there? Um, And so we want to express to you that, you know, while there are those ways with the traditional black tie, which is exactly, you know, what I was describing, there's so much more opportunity to still do fine, fine work with an explosion of other things. You can fill, you can fill. It can be a very full aesthetic. Yeah. I love that. A full aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you were to describe in some things, Christy, um, that might be considered maximalist when it comes to black tie, what, what, what kind of things pop into your head? Uh, certainly, uh, the idea of layering. Oh, yeah. Yes. Many layers. Yes. I love that. Peeling that onion. So, uh, layers of texture, Mm -hmm. contrast of texture. Yeah. Uh, layer finishes, uh, you know, even, um, a layering or a juxtaposition of printing techniques in one sweet in one visual moment I so um, is something that. is something that we see a lot of in a more maximalist approach yeah. to to black tie. Yeah, yeah, I love that. So things like that, um, just to give examples would be, you know, and we are seeing this happening, you know, where we used to have just a charger with a menu card on a tablescape. Now we're doing a charger, a base plate, and a topper plate. So we're layering things on there where we did not. And do we need all that? No, it's totally unnecessary. But does it look good? It sure does, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just brings so much interest to the table, you know, and, you know, think about back in the day, black tie was very much, you have a tall centerpiece in the center of the table and it had, you know, round flowers at the top. Then for a while we were doing some branches with some candles hanging off it. We don't need to go back there, but okay. No. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. <laughs> it was oh, so yeah. bad. It was, I just don't even know what we were all thinking, but you know, trends. Um, so, you know, and now we can do a great, a beautiful black tie tablescape that is full of so many different elements. And it's not, you don't have to attach or be fearful of it being too quote unquote whimsical, you know, if it's done well. It's, 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 you know, um, or what's another word for like whimsical or like unstructured or, you know, anything like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be, you don't have to look at it as wild, you know, and organic, think, overly organic or yes, asymmetrical, mm-hmm. you know, the, all these, a lot of those terms don't come into play when we think of black tie, we think of structure, we think yes. of order, yes. we think of symmetry, um, and our couples spin it often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things that we can say is that I think that black tie in its purest form meant you're wearing, the guys are wearing tuxedos to the wedding. And it started after 6 p.m. And um, the ladies wore full length dresses. That's That's what yeah. it meant, you know? And it was really in tune to the attire, which changed the formality of the wedding. And I don't think that what we're talking about here necessarily takes away from any of that formality. 
all of the things that you're doing to make something formal are still happening. We're just adding to it. Am I right? Is that what you think? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, we, the collection that we have on, on our website that, that I think of most often, it's called black tie reinvented. Oh, okay. Tell me a bit about it. So we're reinventing and kind of putting a spin on these, these black tie norms, so to speak, you Mm -hmm. know, but reinventing doesn't mean clearing the slate. It doesn't mean starting with a clean slate. It yeah. means starting with some structure that comes mm-hmm. with the, the the standards and editing from there. Believe it or not, editing in a maximalist <laughs> aesthetic. I was like, um, is that a word you want to use? <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Because <laughs> first you edit, then you add. Okay. That Okay. First, that makes sense. I get it. You know? I hear what you're saying. Yep. So you keep, you keep the, the, literal black tie. You mm-hmm. know, you keep the tuxes. You yeah. keep you keep the the ballroom venue, which I'm so glad ballrooms are back. I'm just gonna say it. Um, you know, in so many ways. Um you but maybe you forego the you know the the super crisp engraved invitation with you know the copper plate Mm-hmm. you know, typeface mm-hmm. and you choose that as your moment to add back in. Yeah. I love that. You know, so I think about it, if you can imagine, um, just a straight line, you know, if you cut out part of the straight line, what are you going to add back in to keep it all connected, mm-hmm. to keep that line continuous? That's really you know? a way to look at it. A really cool way to look at it. Um, you were speaking earlier about like different textures in stationaries, and I know we're not really supposed to be talking just about stationary today, but now that you've got me totally interested in what you're <laughs> talking about here. Can you paint a picture? Haha. <laughs> Can you paint a picture of what something like that might look like? Oh God, in terms of textures, I mean, there, there is, you know, texture comes from just so many places. And this is where so many of us, our couples get really overwhelmed. Uh, So layering of textures, we think, I like to think about contrast Okay. when a lot of times when I'm layering, you know, a, a lot of like disparate elements. So you might have plexiglass. And then you could layer that or bring into the scene, um, you know, a hundred percent cotton, like pulpy, soft textured, mm-hmm. beautiful stock. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So you have the, this contrast of the slick and smooth with a sheen to, you know, something that absorbs all the light and is m- very matte finish. Mm-hmm. And so you see where I'm going with yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, and now obviously you don't want to have these dichotomies, these visual dichotomies everywhere, because then that's just incredibly overwhelming. 100% agree with you on that. And I think that's, I, I'm going to be, you know what I think? I think a lot of people veer away, um, or from 
anything that feels that way, anytime they see anything like that, that's when they're thinking that is so opposite of formal in black tie. Mm-hmm. Because a formality, you know, that formality and the elegance of black tie is that it does have that structure behind it, you know? But like I said, I think there's just so much room to go up from that without pushing beyond those boundaries that do make it. I don't want to use the word disheveled, but I kind of want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Understand. Yeah. Just a little bit more wild. And, um, yeah. you know, um, I think I think when it comes to black tie and its formality, it's just something that's polished and refined. And I think, there's, Absolutely. you know, and um, and that's really the only limitation to it, you know, and it shouldn't be within colors or like you said, textures or anything like that. Um, if you, so, oh, sorry, um, real quickly, I'm, I'm going to bring it to a point of like fashion, for example, you could have a black tie wedding where you're at a, you know, five-star hotel in a ballroom and you could have a A-line white dress, no beading, no lace, nothing, just nice, clean lines. You could also wear that to a garden wedding. You could also wear that to a beach wedding. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's like almost so traditional, but it's just that it's, it's, it is, it's as clean lines, it's refined, you know, but it doesn't take away from, you could still work, wear that at a black tie event is what I'm saying. You know, there's no formality out of that because it's still beautiful you know, white wedding dress with the clean lines and classic look. So, yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I was just thinking of uh, a great example. We recently had um, uh, an event of ours featured on Mm brides.com. It's a wedding in the Berkshires, absolutely black tie. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, the the venue is, was just very like... European style, like chateau style, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of classic couture, you know, the invitation, however, uh, was full. The main invitation, I'm looking at it right now, Mm -hmm. full of just layers and layers of white floral and greenery and hand painted over and over on top and in and out and all things, you know, the main invitation, Mm -hmm. um, her uh, rehearsal insert card, however, was an extremely architectural style uh, linear drawing of the venue. So oh, there was that balance. Okay. So we layered, yeah. we layered very asymmetrical, organic, wild, like think wild English garden mm-hmm. style artwork on the invitation. And that was, it was very in your face you know, neutral color palette, but then another element that was very, very close in proximity to the experience of the invitation, which was an insert card was very pulled back, very reined in, very classic. Mm -hmm. And so in that situation, we layered aesthetics, not, not materials, you know, the layering Mm -hmm. was about the visual impact of the artwork style. Yeah. yeah. That's just a really great example of and you know, yeah. um, I I want to ask you this: when your couples come to you, and you said that the most, you know, the majority of your couples that are coming to you that you are having a black tie affair, um, are they concerned 
when they are coming to you saying, I don't know how to get this mixture of art, like the kind that you do, because I love this and, you know, marry it to that black tie. Like, how do you, how do you explain that to them that this is possible and it's still going to feel of that formality? Yes, that is a concern that happens a lot. And this is the context in which it happens. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, It is most often the couple, usually, usually one or the other. One part of that partnership is Mm -hmm. really in love with this maximal, Mm -hmm. maximalist type artwork aesthetic. Then usually one of the mothers is extremely concerned uh, that yeah. this is this is not the image that is aligned with the aesthetic they're after mm-hmm. coming at things with and I am generalizing here understand but coming at things from a a much more in the box boxed in fenced in traditional pathway mm-hmm. to this vision um and so the conversation at that point our typical go-to at that point, because we want to make sure our couple is really uh, excited. Yeah. And ultimately we're designing what they are excited about and mm-hmm. energized about. Mm-hmm. But of course we know we have to keep everybody happy. So the conversation at that point typically goes to the one word we talk about one word and that is balance. Uh, yeah. So When I can speak of the word balance, I usually hark it to back to like a classic conversation about uh, composition in fine art because, you know, because I have, I am a fine artist with Mm -hmm. that background. Mm -hmm. I usually talk about that. I talk about this event is a composition and you have hired us. We are part of your fine artist team, Mm -hmm. you know? I love that. We, uh, we have concerns for balance. We have concerns for contrast. We are here to make sure that this vision, albeit outside of what you were thinking, mother of the couple, (laughs) somebody, (laughs) somebody's mother, we, we are here to make sure things don't get out of control, but still very much align with what this couple is so very inspired by. You know, this miss that why I don't know why it actually it popped into my head, but it did. So I'm going to say it because that's what I always do on this podcast. I'm just talking out of my mouth with whatever mm-hmm. pops in my head. But I, you know, I think about, um, you know, when we go to museums and how, when you go in, like you're suddenly like, you're going to be very quiet and the walls are all white. And everything is set just so. And there's nothing filling the room except for the occasional bench. And then the lady sitting yeah. in a chair in the corner, reading a book or whatever she's doing. Waiting to yell at somebody for getting too close to something. Exactly that. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. But then on the walls are so much chaos in the art. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're full of it. Mm. And somehow it all fits right in perfectly. Perfectly. I mean, if that isn't the most perfect example of how you have this minimalism, I'm going to, this word, we had to use this word, minimalism, where you're totally incorporating maximalism in, you know, not all the art, some of it's actually minimalism in there as well. But when you think about it, I mean, 
That's a perfect Absolutely. example of how it's that a brilliant works. example. Brilliant. And it, it, it really, really does work. And look what it does is that, you know, having all of that clear space, you know, surrounding these pieces of art are what you allow, what allows you to enjoy them. You know, it's like, yes. it's taken away, you know, all of the, the, the other chaos that could be like when we put it in, our, you know, art in our homes, a lot of times we just go too far, you know, yep. and, um, cl- cl- you know, creating that clean space around it. I mean, it's, and it's so formal. It's so formal in almost every museum I've ever been in around the world, you know, but inside you've got these beautiful pieces that are like showing all kinds of things. So, yeah, the idea of, uh, it's an idea I talk about a lot with our couples. It's visual rest. Oh yeah. So Good we need to make sure that we talk about it in paintings. Mm-hmm. If everything is chaotic and full and plentiful and maximalist, your every, the viewer gets tired. It's yeah. overwhelming. It yeah. feels chaotic. It's not as much of, a, of an enjoyable experience. And I think that's what the concern is yeah. of many, mm-hmm. you know, but when you have that visual rest, so in your uh, art gallery metaphor, the visual rest is the, you know, I'm thinking that the clean, simple, sleek flooring yeah. that I imagine in so yep. many mm-hmm. and just the buff, the buff walls. And, you know, th- that's your rest yeah. that allows everything else to, to kind of reverberate, but without being chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But do you ever do or have clients who do like actual like art set, like a separate card in their invitation suite where like someone, because, you know, I love, I love art, you know, so much, but you know, whenever I, you know, I get an invitation, it's, you know, for the most part, I mean, I get some really, really beautiful ones, but I rarely see anything that does include art. And I feel like it's such an important part to so many people's lives that they don't incorporate into their weddings. I would love to see more of that happen. Um, so do people ever do like art cards of any kind or? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll, I'll say, I wish they'd do it more, but we have had, uh, quite a few couples over the years. They may opt for a very clean invitation, mm-hmm. the invitation card proper. Uh, but will include a kind of standard size five by seven, mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, and a, kind of a, a like a pre-gifting type of experience yeah. where, and they will include, and we always encourage them to include some type of statement somewhere that, you know, that this, this is, this is fine art. This right. was commissioned for our guests to enjoy prior. And there's so many ways you could say it frameable on and on and on. But yes, this is absolutely something that couples have done. Uh, and the thinking is we want this artwork to live on. No one else but us is going to frame our invitation <laughs> for goodness sake. So let's be real and let's send, send something beautifully functional in that way. So yes, uh, I would love to do more of it, but yeah, I think it's, it would be such a cool thing. So this summer I planned a 70th birthday party and the guest of honor was planning it herself. Like it was me and her doing this mm-hmm. and which I loved. I want to be her like throwing myself a party. But, um, you know, she's like, how I, I really, I want this to be something. I want people to like jump out of their seats for the whole, like for everything about it. Start to finish. I want it to be great. It's like, great. We are going to do really cool invitations then. 
And um, the only thing was I had like three weeks. <laughs> so I'm like, okie dokie. But I wanted to do something incredibly creative and just something kind of outside of the box. And she talked about all these things that she loved. And um, in the end, you know, one of the things that kept coming up was her love for Italy and Spain and mm. all these things over there. And um, like I said, just a matter of weeks, I had to pull this together. But um, I didn't want to do anything outside the box or inside of the box because she just wasn't that person. And what we ended up doing was because she loved Barcelona and Spain, I went to the tile store and got these beautiful tiles. They were actually Turkish, whatever. They looked pretty. Yeah. <laughs> and I used that for the back of the invitation. So in the mail, they got a box in the mail. And when they opened the box was the beautiful tile mm. with an easel. So mm. each guest knew in the back of the it, tile was like, you know, the ugly part was covered with actual invitation. It was like glued on there or something. Sure. Um, but, you know, so then the guests knew like this was more important than just the invitation. We want you to use it a piece of art as a piece of art in your home, you know, because it was, you know, beautiful yep. hand painted title tile or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, so that, that easel told them that like, this is yeah. to keep, you know, and I, those guests, they loved it. They loved it so much. And, you know, the reaction that she got from it, you know, from all, all of her um, invitees, she sent it to people that she knew were never coming just because sure. she wanted sure. them to have it. So, of course. yeah, I really love the idea of incorporating art, you know, separately, just you know, like you said, like a gift before it even gets started. I think Absolutely. that's so cool. So cool. Yeah. Christy, with your um, stationery, do you do just watercolor or do you do at, like, like you said before you had illustrations from the. Oh, yes. Uh, we, you know, I have a team of 10 artists, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of different styles under our roof, but we do watercolor, super realistic watercolor, very modern, splashy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of, you know, pen and ink illustration, um, we do work with acrylic that, you know, kind of, or oil, depending on the look that people want. Um, if they want something like Dutch masters type vibe. So uh, we work in a lot of different mediums. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Can I ask you one another question? Like, again, yeah. sorry, I know we're not on topic. I know everyone listening. I'm so, I'm, I hope you're still gaining from this, but <laughs> could someone, if they wanted to, let's say they were going to get very something very simple, just like you said, the one couple that had like some kind of art, but then their, their line, I'm sorry, their main card was, you know, mm-hmm. very traditional. Could someone who was doing that got something really traditional, even if it was like fermented or whatever, could mm-hmm. they come to you just to get like an art piece to include? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, Okay. absolutely. Uh, that's another thing that we do. You know, we also as artists, and that's really the heart and soul and foundation of momental designs, we're fine artists, we're painters. Mm-hmm. And so we realize too, that projects oftentimes need to be quite collaborative yeah. for them to come together and work. And so, yes, uh, you know, over the years we've done, you know, we've had couples send us pieces that have already been made that they want us to hand paint. Oh, you know, we've okay. incorporated, um, scans of, you know, the, the, the bride's mother's artwork, you know, mm-hmm. and embellished it. So, um, we're extremely collaborative. And I think that's the other important thing when it comes to kind of this balancing act between tradition and and maximalism and expression is to have a very collaborative spirit. Yeah. You know, I'm because, all about that. 
lots of ideas flying around, lots of possibilities flying around. So you've got to have a team that is very open to that, to, to receive that, you know? Yeah. This has been such a great conversation, Christy. And I'm, I'm so glad that you brought this topic up because it's, it's, again, I feel like I say this so many times in so many of these episodes, I just didn't even think about this. Do you know what I mean? Like that there are people who avoid doing what they really love when it comes to their aesthetics, because they are feeling like that can't be formal. That can't be black tie. Well, Christy and I are here to say right now, you can do whatever you want. And yeah, there is you, a way. There's yeah, there, always a there's way. There's always a way. There's always a way. And so many things, I feel like when you're having one of those more formal events that you can and should really still truly incorporate what it is that you love, what it is that you would like to have. It's just about, like you said, getting the right team together to make sure that it is balanced that we're not pushing things too far, that it's going to become choppy or chaotic, you know, or anything like that. There's, there's lines there, but I really just think they're much more broad than, um, than many would even consider. So, yeah. And I'll say this too, really important. There are certain elements of a celebration that you can take a lot more visual risks. Yes. And here's why, and here's what they are. And here's why. One of them being stationary, especially the save the date and the invitation. Mm-hmm. Even more so the save the date. Chrissy, this is a great conversation. And I'm so glad that we had it. Folks, I really, I hope that you took so much from this and that you like all of a sudden were like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I can have that formal wedding and I can have all the things that I want to have at that formal wedding. If you've got a good team in place, they're going to set you on the right path to make sure everything works out well this so that you can incorporate and marry these things. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Real quick. um, It's going to be in the show notes, but do you want to tell everyone where, where they can find you and not just for like stationary, because I know you do all kinds of things that they can purchase. And I, you know, I want people to know you have good stuff. (laughs) Well, you can find me on Instagram Mm -hmm. uh, moment at momental. TikTok. I'm a little, I'm a little edgy and spicy on TikTok. And that's at <laughs> the Momentals. Um, if you want to learn more about all this balance and composition and fine art for weddings, you can t- look up my book, The Painter's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Super helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also find me if you're just interested in art, that would be Christy the Painter on Instagram and TikTok. And um, so I will say a few years ago when you put out your um your watercolor books, your coloring books. Mm-hmm. I scoop them all up. Of course. I love them. I, and I haven't, I'll be honest. I haven't brought one out in a long time, but you know, even oh, my kids, like, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I have so, I have so, that was what I cleaned out of my office the other day, but like mm-hmm. all of my art came out of there so I could like refresh it all and actually use needs it. to come back so, in. It, it really does. It really does. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much, Christy. Thanks. Bye. I'm so glad to be able to share my wedding experiences and expertise with you and that my co-hosts are so giving of theirs. We truly do want you to have the best time at your wedding. And our hope is that this podcast is helping you to make your engagement time while planning your wedding that much easier. May I ask a favor of you if this is the case? Would you just take a moment to leave a review of this podcast on your listening platform? 
It helps people just like you to find the podcast and to also find out their answers so they can make decisions. I would also absolutely love for you to give This Versus That podcast a shout out on your social media. You can find us at This Versus That Wedding Podcast on Instagram. And if you would like me to help you with a specific question, a wedding decision, please, by all means, ask. Send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. And maybe, just maybe even have you as a wedding guest on a future episode. How fun. Here's to another great wedding.